In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Latin title for the second Sunday in Lent is Reminiscere. It means remember, and it comes from a part of Psalm 25 where it says, Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth nor my transgressions, According to thy mercy, remember thou me, for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. This makes us especially think of the Canaanite woman that we heard about in the Gospel reading. She begged Christ's mercy for her demon-afflicted daughter, freely confessing that she did not deserve it. The Lord heard her cry and had compassion on her daughter. During the season of Lent, we also cry out to God in repentance and faith. And we ask Him to remember His promise to forgive our sins by His grace. As the Catechism says, For we daily sin much, and surely deserve nothing but punishment. We ask God to remember us in the confidence that He will indeed remember and forgive us. He will do this out of his own fatherly divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in us. It is this same divine goodness and mercy that causes our Heavenly Father to provide not just for our souls, but for every need of our bodies as well. We pick up today where we left off last week. We confess in the first article of the Creed that God our Father is the maker of all things. In addition to making us and all things, our God continues to provide for all our needs. We said last week that the division between those who are of God and those who are of the world becomes pretty clear here in the first article. The world says that there is no maker of heaven and earth and that all things came into being by happenstance. The scriptures teach, and nature itself is witness, that there is a creator, the triune God. God created all things out of nothing in six days simply by speaking. Man, he formed from the dust of the earth as a potter would something out of clay. Beyond this, we also confess in the first article that God our Father didn't just make everything and skedaddle, but that he continues to be intimately involved with his creation, that he continues to order and provide for all things even us. There are some who believe that God did create everything as Genesis teaches, but that then he left creation to run on its own, as a watchmaker would do with a watch. In fact, they were Christians who first came up with this idea. In school, we all learned about Isaac Newton, you know, apple dropping from the tree, discovering gravity, 
that guy, he was one of the first to propose this, that God made everything and then disappeared. But what does the Bible have to say on the topic? The eyes of all look to you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. Elsewhere it says, He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares rain on the earth. He makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the beasts their food and to the young ravens that cry. God's gracious provision isn't just for the birds and the wild animals, but by His grace, He extends it over us. This is what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? The answer, of course, is yes. Our Heavenly Father doesn't just provide for the creation. He provides for us. Everything that we need for the body, He provides. In fact, let's read the second paragraph of the meaning, and, and we'll see what sorts of things God provides for us. If you have your hymnal in front of you, it's about page... 322, if you're listening to this on the podcast, if you go to catechism.cph.org, you'll be able to find what we're about to read. Uh, it's all in one paragraph, though, there, so you'll have to figure it out. Let's read the, the second paragraph of the meaning of the first article. Together. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all that I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. Our God is even so loving that he provides for those who don't or do not yet believe in him. In short, our God supplies for our every need of both body and soul. Our Heavenly Father, as it says, also defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. We confess this already in the psalm today. We spoke together. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. It is true that life in this fallen creation is difficult and dangerous. Our God remembers us, however, and he works all things for our good. He defends us from danger through the kingdom of the left. The kingdom of the left are worldly authorities like our government, 
our military, our firefighters, our police and emergency medical services. They serve as hands of God in our daily lives. In confirmation class, we learn that this is why we obey the fourth commandment and, and why God gave it. God teaches us to honor those who are above us in station, for it is really God serving us through them. And this includes our parents, of course. When we confess that God guards and protects us from all evil, we also enter into the spiritual realm. St. Peter teaches us that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, and that if he could, Satan would devour us. And here is where our Lord enters in. By the ministry of his holy angels, we are defended from the assaults of Satan and his minions. Though their work is hidden from our, our eyes, yet God defends us against the devil's evil and his mischief. So also does our God protect us from evil by sending us faithful pastors and, and Sunday school teachers. Through their faithful preaching and teaching of the word, God works to strengthen and nurture our faith so that no place would be given for the devil and his crafty doctrines. These things and many more our God does for us. He provides for our every need of body and soul. He guards and protects us from all danger and evil. Even when, according to his will, we do suffer things that are adverse to us, he is still there working them for our benefit. We can say in confidence with St. Paul we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Now there remain for us two questions to answer. Why does God do all this? And how should we respond to all these things? Let's answer them both together by reading the rest of the meaning from the small catechism. So let's find the, the third paragraph, and we'll start at the word all, and we'll read it together to the end. Together. All this he does only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.